0: but the psychology of the founder. And with each episode, I'm going to help you take your life and business to levels you never thought possible. If you're ready to play the game of life and business in God mode, then this is the podcast for you. I want to talk to you about this idea of dismantling tendencies that we all have that sometimes create some challenges in our life that keep us from... Achieving the things that we want to achieve creating the things we want to create or from living the way we want to live and Particularly Today I'm going to give you some examples from my own life um, things that have been coming up for me, and I'm going to show you an example of what um, One of these tendencies looks like and how much impact it can have on your life typically um, the negative kind of impact so Recently, I've been in the process of observing one of my tendencies, which is to engage in perfectionism. And this tendency essentially results in me over-engineering, over-thinking, over-perfecting, over-polishing um, different things that I'm trying to do. And this came to the forefront as I was um, I was writing an article for a magazine, and um, I started getting really into it. And I started turning it into something that would go in uh, the Harvard Business Review rather than a more sort of casual style where the content was more digestible. I mean, this was turning into a research paper. Um, And there's a part of me that really loves that, that really loves diving into the nitty gritty and the depth and the details. But what I was recognizing was that I engage in this kind of perfectionism um, almost as a defense mechanism. So this was wired into me at an early age, right? I was expected to do really well in school since I was a kid. And my dad um, would beat the shit out of me if I didn't do well in school. And this was as early as, I think I was like six, seven years old. So there was always this fear in me to get stuff wrong. There was always this fear to not get the right answer because, you know, getting the wrong answer or getting something less than perfect meant that, um, you know, there was a beating coming, which didn't feel good. I also wouldn't get the love and approval uh, of my my dad, which was conditional on me being perfect. So this tendency basically has followed me in a way my whole life. And um, what this has caused... Is me pushing away a lot of things that I could have created if I had just gone directly to um, putting something out? And it's kept me from um, expressing myself in a way that I could have expressed myself if I wasn't afraid of, you know everything needing to be perfect, everything needing to be polished, everything needing to fit together. And you know, so much of my entrepreneurial journey has been spent in this spin cycle of, everything needing to make sense, everything needing to fit perfectly. And it's kept me paralyzed. Um, And I know personally, a lot of people go through this, right? And this kind of sabotage looks differently for different people, right? While I may be more of a perfectionist, um, someone else might have um, chronic lack of confidence, lack of self-belief. They might not think that they can do something. And so that fear... Um, actually keeps them from trying anything, really going for it. Um, this can show up in, in the form of other kinds of self-sabotage like procrastination, putting stuff away, because if you actually finish something and, and, and launch it, um, then you're going to be judged. And if you're going to be judged, um, typically, you know, it meant as a kid, you were judged for something, it didn't turn out so well. So now you avoid it at all costs. Now the problem with these dysfunctional tendencies is that all of these tendencies are below our line of awareness. What that means is they are actually in the unconscious. So when a tendency is in our unconscious it basically means that we're not aware of it. We don't know when it's happening. It's an automated response that the body has to certain stimuli, certain conditions. And so if you're an entrepreneur, if you're an executive, if you're a leader, if you're, you know, responsible for things, for people, for clients, for uh, making an impact, and there's a part of you that is unconsciously holding you back, that's sabotaging you, that's getting in your way, that's causing havoc, you might not be expressing yourself as fully as you might want to. You might not be putting um, enough creation out as much as you would, you might want to be putting out you might not be making the kind of impact that you could be making if you actually allowed yourself to fully dismantle these habitual patterns these dysfunctional patterns that are playing out from under the surface now i want to have this conversation with you because most of the advice that people give on dealing with these patterns um, from my perspective is actually just dog shit um, And I'm gonna be super critical of traditional advice here because I really don't want you to get stuck in that cycle. And so what that cycle is typically, conventional advice is that you need to kill your limiting beliefs, you need to eliminate your sabotage patterns, you need to fix these dysfunctional tendencies. Now, all of these approaches are actually dysfunctional in themselves. It's kind of ironic that Most people leverage dysfunctional approaches to treat dysfunctional tendencies in them. So what we're really trying to do when we do this is trying to sabotage the self-sabotage, right? Trying to kill the aspects of us that are trying to kill our creative power. Now, those aspects are still ours. They're still us. And trying to kill a part of us never works out well. And so the thing to remember is that even the the most dysfunctional tendency you have was actually functional at a certain part or a certain point in your life. Um, typically for most people, this is in our childhoods. So my tendency of, of perfectionism, it, it's dysfunctional for me as an entrepreneur, but it was very functional for me as a child who was trying to win love from his dad, love and approval, um, and who was trying to not get beaten up every time he had to bring a report card home for his dad to sign so from the lens of that child the tendency is actually it makes perfect sense and it's a perfect adaptation to the situation that i was in because needing to get that thing perfect was basically what my survival um, my sense of self my sense of security was contingent on so Everything that is dysfunctional now in our adult life was actually very functional when we were kids. This is really important. This is really important because this allows us to have compassion for ourselves. It allows us to have compassion for parts of ourselves that are really being disowned, right? We're othering parts of ourselves when we try to eliminate them. If we try to wage war on these different tendencies, these different compensatory strategies, um, that we once used to navigate life, we're creating more fragmentation within ourselves. We're basically separating from ourselves. And intuitively, you know that that doesn't sound right, right? That's not a, a recipe for wholeness. It's not a recipe for feeling um, integrated and complete and unified. So the first thing we want to do in these cases is become aware of what's happening. So I'll ask you a question right now, are you aware of any patterns or tendencies that you have that might be dysfunctional in nature now in your adult life, right? Are there things that you're trying to do, things you're trying to create, habits that you're trying to inculcate, um, or things you're trying to drop, get away from? Um, But every time you try to do those things, something holds you back. Right. And some common ones are perfectionism, procrastination, uh, self doubt, some issues with self confidence, uh, fear, um, stress. Right. A stress response can, can sort of sabotage us in this way. And in a way, a lot of these are stress responses anxiety, overwhelm. Right. And so typically, what happens is we're trying to do this big ambitious thing, it feels scary. So the tendency kicks in and it shuts down our creative flow. It, it locks us out of what we want to do, of what we want to create or where we want to be. And so the first step is compassion, right? Just have compassion for yourself because the tendency served you once upon a time. Second, um, it's really, really key that the first step is becoming aware of it. So just observe when you do it without judgment, So when you do these things, as you start to practice noticing, becoming aware of what you do, when, how, what happens, what thoughts run through your head, how your body feels, if you feel, uh, you know, a little bit of tightness in the chest. Um, Another big one for me is when I'm doing something that I don't really want to do, bookkeeping taxes and, you know, administrative stuff is big on this for me. I'll reach for food. And I'll seek to soothe myself, soothe the discomfort in my body by reaching for food. And so it's really important that what we do is we exercise this power of awareness, really becoming aware and becoming intimate and acquainted with these tendencies. We don't want to immediately start battling them. We just want to observe. And we want to observe with compassion. What happens is as we start observing with compassion, we start seeing more of it. Right, we start seeing how it plays out, where it plays out, what happens, what it feels like in the body. We start getting acquainted with it. And the counterintuitively from anything and everything you've heard about, you know, self-sabotage and all these um, dysfunctional tendencies, the only thing we need to do is actually become aware of it, right? The, The work here is to pour consciousness into different parts of our being, different tendencies, different responses, different ways of thinking, different belief systems. All we need to do is pour consciousness into these different parts of ourselves. And once we have a a critical mass of consciousness, once we become acquainted with the pattern, we start becoming an observer of the pattern. Right? rather than a victim of the pattern being associated with the pattern as we start becoming the observer the witness of the pattern taking place we now have access to a little bit more space and now in this space what we can do is we can start recognizing what our body our inner child our nervous system what our being needs in that moment and typically Typically, the answer is always acceptance, right? The answer is always sitting with that discomfort that is requiring an ejection that you're um, basically running to Facebook, running to Netflix, running to food, running to um, over-perfect something, running away by procrastination. All of these compensatory strategies, if we can actually sit with them long enough and we can just observe compassionately, over time they lose power over us and as they lose power over us, we stop being affected by them because they just come up less. Because the deeper truth in all this is all these patterns are actually showing us something about ourselves. They're almost like breadcrumbs leading us home, home to ourselves right? All of these are ways in which we come to know ourselves. We become intimate with ourselves, we become familiar with ourselves. And it's really beautiful the way this reality, this universe is constructed, that in order to be free of these patterns, and that's one of the core hallmarks of being limitless, we actually have to know what we want to be free of that is become aware become intimate with it and then sit in a place of acceptance and compassion with that aspect of ourselves and the more we do that the more we are able to go through it go through that tendency go through that experience and it just dissolves and we find ourselves home home within ourselves home within our being home in our state of peace and love and joy and wholeness. And so I'd love for you to drop a comment, share this video to someone who needs it, um, and talk to me about what comes up for you, right? What are these patterns that show up for you? What have you tried to do about them before? And, you know, try out this approach and tell me how it works for you. And remember that you are limitless. I love you and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found value, please consider leaving a five star review to allow the show to reach more people or share this episode via your social media channels. If you're an entrepreneur and want support in exponentially scaling your business, email me at AniAnimanian.com.